Now, Doc, the gloves are about to come off here, Doc. You're a great guy, but we gotta give you we gotta give you used to, you know. You used to be relevant. You used to be good. You know, I mean Dewan Zep come out here. Um I think the doc is just a hater. I, I I don't know what it is. The guy the guy's a hater. He's he's still out sharpening. I don't know how he still has this energy. We are old men now, but Doc is just a hater. Sometimes the dog bites back with a book deal. And while we're talking about female canines, you know what they say about payback? It's a real, well, you, I'm sure you know the word I'm thinking of. So in the words of my late friend, Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. I'm about to lose my mind. You've been gone for so long. I'm running out of time. I need a doctor. Call me a doctor. I need a doctor, doctor, to bring me back to life. Yo. Taylor, is that you? Yeah, bro. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, man. Welcome to the second iteration of the quarterly check-in of Dr. Power Rankings. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. Just finished doing some studying. Okay, I hear you. I'm supposed to be working right now, but we're going to stop here for this. Um, <laughs> and I want to say something. In the coming weeks, I hope that in future iterations of Dr. PR with my quarterly check-ins, um, I'm going to start inputting some more of the, the calls that I get into the office. I'm working with the HIPAA rights right now, mm. um, but I want to give the league some transparency. I get some crazy calls recently. Trez been calling in the office a lot. Um, so I'm trying to like, you know, bring this to the public, let you know how unstable some of these teams really are. <laughs> That's good. Though. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to take it easy today, but I do have a couple inputs. I have a big announcement to make about the doctor. Um, and we're going to stay for that, but I'm ready to get right into it, man. All right, cool. Let's go. So, listen, um, I- I'm jumping in number 12. You know who I'm going to number 12, right? Who's number 12? Vibes. Oh, man. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's rightly, des- rightly deserved. He's over five. Yeah, man. And um, he ain't, he's hard to trade with, I heard. Dwa keep complaining in the chat that he's, he's really hard to trade with. Well, the thing is with Dwa is if you don't, if you don't accept Dwa's trade, all of a sudden, nothing, you know, nothing you do is right. It's he always- wants you to trade in five minutes, so he'll text you and he'll be like, are right, you accepting? You accepting this? <laughs> Yo, he'll send it through and it just sit there. you would be like, yo, we didn't even agree to this. Right. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, if, if it's such a personal beef with Dwa, I'm just going to bring him on here and let him say something to the Trev on the podcast. Um, Dwa, are you on the line? I'm thinking Dwa says he's on the line, Taylor, but I don't think he's on the line. Can you hear him? I, I do not hear Dwa. All right. I don't know what he's doing. He's not on the line. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to cancel that segment. Anyway, he's supposed to be on the line. I'm sure he'll add his thoughts to the chat. All right. I'm moving on from Trev then, but I think Julio ain't going nowhere, right? I think Julio's staying put. He's too emotionally attached to Julio. Yeah. All he, right. He loves Julio. I mean, he, it's you know what I mean? It's like when you – 
it's like when you're choosing like who you want to build your team around. You know what I mean? I think Julio was his his corner piece. You, you're not allowed to drop Julio, so it's like trading him just would be like you know you need you you need you need to be actually wild to, in order to get Julio. Yeah. All right. Well, I got an appointment scheduled with Trev this week. Hopefully, we'll be able to fix him up. Um, listen, we got Watch Your Mouth coming at eleven. No, he's not going to like this. You said Watch Your Mouth, but that's Watch Sydney. Your Mouth is coming at eleven. Is that Sydney? Yeah. You know why? He's got running back problems. Actually, I think this week his running backs is finally sold. I, I got Corral and Bilal Powell going crazy. Yeah, against who? The Colts. Okay. He's he's number eleven on my list right now, man. Number eleven? Yeah. He's got two wins, um, but I don't think he's got I don't think he's got enough running backs to sustain a playoff run. Okay. Well, again, this is just this is just up to now. This is not including the. Anything ahead of time. This is just up to now, right? This is just, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think about the future when I do these rankings. Otherwise, it would just be the standings. So, oh, I don't want to do that. That is true. Well, all right. Well, I, see, I see your point, but I think that, yo, I like Bilal Power Crowell. All right, we'll see. I'm, I'm trying to text uh, Dwa right now to see if he's going to get in here and, and share his thoughts on Trent. Uh, we got Black Magic coming in at 10. That's that's where that's where like you you get me. You put Black Magic at ten and then watch your mouth at eleven. I think Black Magic is going to end up in the dress. In the dress. In the dress. I, okay. I, his team has potential, but that James Conner and uh, Le'Veon Bell trade for David Johnson wasn't it. David Johnson got two good weeks in. Hopefully, he gets back. Like it, it just. They give David Johnson to me carries, but that's not what David Johnson is. He's a multifaceted back. He needs catches and carries to improve his game. He can't give you that number one standing if he's not getting them catches that go the, the the rushes. Like he got, I think they said something like he averaged eight catches a, a game in 2016, and now he's averaging barely four. Right. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's a bad offense. You got to be careful with those top, bottom five offenses. I agree. And then on top of that, he got Russell and Doug Baldwin, which I think they usually do better in the second half of the season. But it's looking like Sonnenheimer is only calling run plays. That's why I was quick to grab him with Chris Carson. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. That was a good deal. Um, you're coming up. But before you, man, I got Gruesome Twosome coming in at nine. Yo, I, I definitely don't agree with this. I believe that currently right now, Gruesome Twosome is – well, not even right now. In the next couple of weeks, Gruesome Twosome is going to show that – them scoring all the points and just losing to the top point scorer is not the way. Their team is really good, and they just they waiting to bake through. Well, see, here it is. I mean, they're nine because they got one win, you know? Uh, that's, that's understandable. What you said is based on the standards and future. Yeah, right. Uh, it's a combination of those two things. If they if they had no future, they'd probably be lower. Um, Sid would be higher, but it's, it's just unfortunate. Roman said this crazy idea to me the other day. He says, all right, we should do – Top three division winners, and then total points rest of the way for the wild card. <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that either. It's either got to be a head-to-head league, or a points league, or in the middle they got those roto leagues that you can do. Top six teams get a win. Top bottom team, top six bottom teams get a loss. Um, I do not like that. I don't either. I agree with you though. Either we're going to be a head-to-head or we're going to be a points. I don't like. That's splitting in the yeah, middle. Yeah, we have more fun head to head. Um, I I think honestly, I, I, I we yeah, I can go with that. 
Because majority, if even if you like, you know, lose to somebody else, points still decide the matchup. It's not like you lose somebody, then you gotta go like, uh, you, like you're underneath them, right? right? Even if you have more points. Number eight, I got dominance. Dominance, bro. This guy started two and zero, oh, and he suddenly he's fading, right? Yo, he was he's, red hot and then got cold. It's yeah, two like K meter, three L's in a row. He's he's fading in the chat. I don't even know if we're going to get uh, Dominance headlines this week. I don't know. I think he might be on, at work or something. He hasn't really did anything. I hit him about a couple of trades, and he didn't reply back to yeah, me. Yeah, I wonder if this is our biggest fear of Dominance fading into the background again. Yeah, I mean. He might be, he might be making another run for the dress. Uh, I, I don't know about the dress. This is going to be like his biggest. This, this right here, I call him on like his best week. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas are both going to be out. So after this, I think he's gonna have solid starters um, throughout. What his biggest problem this week is um, is no quarterback, and he didn't do any waivers, which I was confused about, knowing that Ryan, up to these last couple of weeks, have been pretty involved. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder. So that I guess we're gonna factor in coaching to uh, Doctor PR today. Okay. Um, and dominance is gonna be at eight, and I think coaching has something to do with that too. All right, number seven, we got Mess. Is that your name now? Um, we're, It's now the Rebuild, but uh, I will go with Mess. I'll <laughs> rebuild, Mess. Listen, I, I like the trade that we made. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a bias a little bit here, but I'm thinking Chris Carson's going to break out. Yeah, I wouldn't have made the trade if I didn't believe that. I'm more so – I'm more so felt, felt like you gave me enough to actually peace with my star player. Absolutely. That's what you got to do if you're trading for AB. You got to pay the piper. <laughs> but I'm I'm hopeful that, you know, it helped me turn my season around. I I I, would, I did not like my team. I just thought I needed more to start scoring more points. I, like, I spoke in Roman at the way, and then he said, like, you know, 100 is the new 70. So if I keep scoring over 100, that's not good enough. I got to start scoring 150, 160. Start playing with the big dogs. Right. Okay. So, no, I mean, I, I'm looking at Trev's schedule, right? We, uh, Justin posted it. He had two games. He was around a 120 and lost. With the quarterback scoring six-point touchdowns, you got to be at 130-plus to be thinking you're in a winning range comfortably. I agree. Yep. So, I did some analysis on our league before we break into the bu- – you got two wins, right? You said what? Right. Oh, you got two wins, right? Yes. All right. I did some analysis. Um Six wins is going to get you an outside chance of the last wild card spot. I think in two years out of the last five, a six seed got in with six wins. That's like that's like your favorite NFL team winning the division eight and eight. Mm-hmm. So that'll that'll get you in only on rare occasions. You got to have seven wins, and if you have seven wins, you're likely to be in the playoff mix. You might be a six seed. If you if you got seven wins and you're a seven seed, you're just kind of unlucky. You're the guy who's complaining for the wild card game and things like that. <laughs> you got eight wins. You're a three seed, four seed, maybe even a two seed. And if okay. you got nine wins, you should have a bye. If you got ten wins, you should be the number one seed. Actually, last year with nine wins, I got. I think I got like a, the fourth place. No way. Yes, because oh. Zep was number one, and he had ten wins. 
Oh, same division. Yeah. Okay, seeding, that's true. That's a very good point. But if you have nine wins, you are in the playoff. The uh, the bye week might get confused with your division rival. That might happen in Division Two this year. Um, something like that. But I get you. So that makes sense. But otherwise, you need seven wins to think you're going to be in the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, still kneeling, coming in at six. And you know what? I could have actually flip-flopped you with him because he's fourth place in his division. He's fourth place in his division? This is, wait a minute. And by the way, this is Dwa's quarterly check-in. Dwa got so hyped. It was like week two or week three. I had a loss. He had a win. Um, it came out on Thursday Night Football, and I had two running backs, and they weren't doing nothing. It's like four minutes left in the first quarter of Thursday Night Football, and this guy's declaring a loss for me. He's talking <laughs> shit, right? He, he just totally hammered me. He's talking about Doc Bash and sessions. So I told him we're going to do quarterly check-ins. This is his first quarterly check-in. Uh, my team is trending way up. His team is in fourth place in the division. Um, so this is a big week for still kneeling. Who who does he play this week? Oh, he plays Steve, right? He plays Steve. Steve's going to surprise him this week. You watch. I, th- I, think Steve, I think Steve can actually tackle the dog. I mean, tackle Dwa. It, it, it's... It's it's got it's got to go right for him because he has a lot of good matchups. But then Listen. you got David Johnson against the Vikings. Like his star players aren't going against uh, that good of teams. I mean that uh, like that great of a matchup. But he got a good. He got some good matchups in there. Hopefully Russell Wilson would turn up. Maybe throw some touchdowns to Doug Baldwin. That's what he needs. Right. Well, that's what I'm thinking too. I was going to say that the stacks are kind of undervalued. I feel like like I'm a big fan of having Cousins and Thielen. And if Steve can get a dub from Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin, the Baldwin really breaks out and scores two touchdowns, Steve will win. I like that. I agree. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And you made a comment at the beginning of the draft, uh, after the draft, that you were the best receivers in the league. And Ryan had the second best receivers in the league. And you didn't give Doctor any credit that day. And Doctor's sitting here right now saying he's got the best receivers in this league. Uh, well, you definitely do. You have Antonio Brown and Thielen. Thielen is no one receiver, I believe. Yeah, man. A little Diggs was the hot pick there. Which I didn't know why. Thielen always gets the most targets, you know. I didn't either. I, mean, I didn't either. Looking at the numbers last year, I, I wondered why Diggs was the hot pick. I wasn't so sure myself. Diggs is the more, like, big play. You know, Thielen, you may think that he, 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 he has, like, a break, one breakout play that sometimes – it don't always hit, so then he end up with like ten catches for like hundred twenty yards, or he had some games like he had last week where he only had six catches, but one of them catches went for like a seventy-seven yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah, the big the big one. All right, we got we're going into the top five here. Before I go to the top five, you got anything to say to the league? Anybody you want to talk to specifically? Drop any notes or anything of importance to to say to the league? Well, um, y'all know me and Ryan's bet is um this week. About um him taking over the uh, check my logo for his logo, <laughs> and I think that he might have forgot about it. I'm really hoping that he has it because I, I would really enjoy a, like a nice fair matchup. I want to test my new team against a team that's of substance, right? Of substance, right? I don't have <laughs> to look across the league and be like, "Yo, who else is scoring points like me?" Yeah, I, I hear you. You want a challenge. Um, so what happens if Ryan loses again? Ryan has to, um, change his logo to, uh, the him and Megan sharing a spaghetti, uh, noodle logo that is, it's, it's my logo, but I don't even know how to get it oh, off. Oh man, this carries great weight these days. Yeah. So, um, and if he wins, I take it down. 
But again, like I said, he hasn't made any changes to his lineup. I, I haven't heard from him. He's like disappeared. Did anybody check and make sure he's okay? I mean, he might be yeah. a little scared, you know. I just made a big blockbuster trade. And I might have shook things up too much in the chat. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm not going to – hopefully he listens to the podcast so that it's a reminder to him to check his team. I'm not going to check in with him. Wow, I'm going to check in with him. Okay, you check yeah, in with him. I'm not I'm not going to take that look. I don't, I don't want to take a win like that. This league is not built on easy wins unless if you're going to get Zep two years ago. Um, yeah, Zep for like the first five years, you mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's – actually, that brings me to Zep. Zep's coming in at number five, the process, number five. And, that's again – I mean, again, like, this brings me back to a couple of weeks ago. I'm listening to the Dwa report. I'm listening to Dwa, who's been – really no competition in this league for a few years now. Zep, who had one good year, and then now he's, like, the, the president of the league, the, the chancellor. I don't know what he is. And, <laughs> and these two are on this podcast saying, I'm a has-been, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. These two ain't nowhere near me. Mm. Zep never won nothing in this league. Justin's coming up. He never won nothing in this league. So I don't know what, oh, he's a has-been. He's a has-been. <laughs> I don't know what that means because, first of all, I'm back. I had one year off. Um, I was chasing the Bitcoins, and I took one year off. And now I'm back, and all these guys are talking like they've never been here before. They don't know what it's like to be the doctor. Mm. I love it. So I'm, that's, that's it. I mean, Dwa and Justin. And by the way, Justin's team is going to fade in this division. We're going to get to that. But the process is fifth. Um, he don't have anything but those two running backs, right? That's kind of it for him. His receivers and his receivers need work. Oh, man, his receivers need work. They, uh, I'm telling you, one injury to him and one of them backs has got to come up. He got to trade one of them big boys. He got to. Yeah, something's got to give there. I don't really think he's uh, in a great position. Maybe he, he's going to make the playoffs. He's, he's in an easy division, right? I think dominance is second place in his division right now. Um, yeah. So he's in a good place, but he's got to win the playoffs, and I don't know if he's going to do that. He is in a good position, but he, you know what I'm saying, a fast start doesn't, doesn't always equal uh, a great finish. You know what I mean? Right. He lost this week, and now he's wondering if he's going to be able to, to carry, like, the team for the rest of the league. Like, okay, week seven, right? The Steelers go on by. So that's no Connor, no Le'Veon. Who – Besides Gurley is going to be able to help him get some wins. Right. So I'm thinking now he lose this week, he lose next week. That's what, five and three? Or, or four and three? Four and three. So it gets a little it gets a little choppy, you know? He, he was at the top. He could be at the bottom. Yeah, I, I it's going to be an interesting development. No, wait, he'll be what? He's four and one right now? I, I thought he was uh, four and one. Oh. It's week six. Four and one. So he'll be four and two. But whatever. I mean, like I said, he's getting into the playoffs, I believe. But it's a matter of what he'll do week 14 and week 15. I don't think we'll be talking about him week 16. Okay. I like to hear that. Okay. Number four, I think I'm better than the sauce now. I'm coming in the sauce at number four, commissioner at number four. Uh, I, he, I, I, you know, Dwab been working on his team. He landed a big trade for AJ, you know. And I've been working on the team, whether or not that works. I mean, Devontae Adams. Uh, it was a lot to give up in an AB deal, you know, and a, and a yeah. running back. It's not to say Devontae Adams won't be top five, too. It's not to say AB might not be fading a little bit. So that's a risky trade. But I think I've been improving the team. Kamish uh, keeps telling me, oh, you take my trade, you take my trade. So I'm putting him four this week. Mm. 
What do you got for, on Kamish? I I like Kamish teams. I like Kamish team a lot more than you. Apparently, I yeah. think Kamish team is like well round, well rounded. He got Kenny Galladay just sitting there. Kenny Galladay is gonna be a stud. If he figures if he figures a way to play all like his best players all at once, Kamish team is gonna be hard, hard to beat because Aaron Rodgers is willing to Dylan, and he's only getting better with that knee. I thought I was gonna trade Devontae Adams to Kamish. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about. That stack, right? That positive correlation. Yeah. I, another thing on positive correlations. What do you think about having the number one quarterback and the number one running back on the same team in your lineup? I think that should equal wins. It. Do you like that, or you stay away from that? Well, the number one quarterback and number one running on the back? same team. Yeah. Tom there, Brady and Sony Michelle, for example. I would I, I would start I would stack Tom Brady, Sonny Michelle, and Gronk. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've become a bigger and bigger and fan. Of, I'm just thinking you got a productive running back and a productive offense with a good quarterback. It just creates more opportunities for everybody. I agree. So I'm a big proponent of the the positive correlations. I get some negative feedback sometimes when I'm I'm always wheeling and dealing, and sometimes other guys don't want to take on two players from the same team, and that's fine. That's your strategy. That's fine. I just I personally, I don't agree with it. True, I, I, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Me personally, I like the stacks. You see, I got, I went traded AJ, got Robert Woods. He's been, he's been balling this year. I, I think that he's gonna be great. Tyler Boyd, who I thought was getting more targets, um, he had a down week, but I think he's gonna come back. Just, I'm just, I'm just hopeful that you know these uh, bit pieces that's coming together are gonna gonna form the big pie. Good stuff. Well, I want to stay under 25 minutes here. We're at the 20-minute mark. So moving into number three, I have a big announcement to make. Um, I'm the doctor. Number three is the doctor. Um, you guys know I'm, I'm not a real doctor, right? <laughs> Taylor, you know that, right? Yeah, I know it. Okay, listen, I've been getting a lot of calls from these guys lately. I'm going to start. I'm going to start playing some of the clips. I have some audio recordings. Taylor, I even have one of your recordings recently about being a mess before we made this trade. Um, so I'm going to start sharing these with the league, I think. But I just need to leave you know, I'm, I'm not a real doctor, okay? <laughs> All right, but I'm coming in at number three. <laughs> Listen, I'm coming in at number three. I'm, I'm, I'm playoff prime ready. I'm not, I don't like to get on here and talk about myself. Um, but my squad is in a good position. You know, it's going to matter. And I'm, I'm ranking commish four. You can disagree with that. That's fair. All these couple of these top teams are the same division. So really what's going to matter the most is weeks 11, 12, and 13. That is true. A lot of the top teams are in the same division. So, I mean, yeah, it's there. Dwa might be the sixth best team or the fourth place, like the fourth place in our division might miss the playoffs with a really good team just because it's fourth place in the division, too many in division losses, things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be tough to get four teams out of there, but. I'm at three, drop top wops at two. And again, I'm going to reiterate this one more time is he's never, I think his best finish might be third. I, I asked him at Steve's wedding, by the way, Steve, congratulations. We should have said it already. Oh yeah. Of he's course. in Rome right now. Congratulations. Steve. Congratulations, Steve. Have a great uh, honeymoon, but Steve. drop top wops coming at two for now, but never, never finished second, never finished first in this league. Not sure if he ever finished third. All I'm saying is he's got this voice this year. This he's back this year for some reason. Um, we haven't seen nothing yet. I don't know about you, but he has been working with a tight end stack that I've never seen before. 
He is trying to change the league bit by bit. He Why definitely he... has a stronghold on that, and it's it's killing people. It um, is. He he single handedly changed the tight end market. He did, and he won't. I already he says he won't trade him to me. I could make a really good offer, and it won't happen. Um, just because the interdivision things like that. So that makes sense. But uh, it 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 definitely will impact the way people think about the draft next year. I agree. And hopefully that we can get it changed to um from point five to full point or at least add a third receiver. Uh, yeah, that, that's another topic of conversation. Third receiver will level off the wide receiver market. It'll do a lot of good things for our league. And it'll make Sundays more fun. Yep. Um, I think Justin and Rohan are out right now on that, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I, I'll listen, I, I like Justin's tight end strategy because it's, it's given fits to others. However, I don't think flexing a tight end all year is a championship strategy. Uh, Gronk doesn't score as many points as top receivers. I agree, but Kelsey is carrying the squad. Yeah. Him and Saquon are really the key mark, and I think that as long as they're driving the engine, he, he could afford to lay back, chill for a little bit, you know, and just rack up points from his other pieces. I don't really know who's on his team. I didn't really look at it that much, but I think I like Justin's team a lot. Saquon, Gronk, and, and uh, what's the bull name from the uh, – Kelsey. Yeah. Are holding him down. I like his team. I think he could go far. All right. Well, yeah, that'll shake out in the next few weeks. Tough schedule coming up for our division. Um, and lastly, then, I after week one, it was hard for the Hitman. And here we are today, going into week six. We got Hartford Hitman number one. Yo, Rohan, South Division One. We out here, Rohan carrying the team. Yeah, see, that's the difference. Rohan's points, Roman's points, kind of the same, but luck, luck matters a little bit. Another reason why I'm, I'm a big proponent of the three wide receivers is because it makes it more difficult for you to outsmart the person you're playing. So, I'm a big proponent of it being a skill game. Um, and that's the little bit of luck factor that we see between Roman's team and Rohan's team. Mm-hmm. So he's coming in at number one. Yo, bro, when Alvin Kamara and Ingram come back, that might that might that might be what had Trevor hot last year. I forgot about Trevor too. I want to ask this question. Trevor reminds me of that Hugh Jackson thing, where Hugh Jackson said, "If we lose every game this year, I'm going to jump in this lake." Um, what? When do we think Trev's going to get a win? I got Trev. I got Trev getting the win in like week seven. Bro, you got a house phone? No, it's my bell. <laughs> <laughs> you got Trev getting to win week seven. Week seven. All right. Well, listen. I'm proposing this. We'll we'll gather it in the group chat that if Trev loses every game this season, he has to jump in a local body of water. Yeah, that's too late. You're going to propose it at, like during the season. You should have proposed it beforehand. Oh, man. Well, let's see. I don't know. He's, that's like 11 weeks left. True, though. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. We're at the 25-minute mark. Um, any last thoughts? Closing thoughts? It's a big week for you. All right, bro. All right. I'll talk to you. Thanks, man. No problem. I- Bye. Doctor out. <laughs> Yeah.
My mind state for like the crime in the summertime. Higher than average, lot of cabbage. Thank God I never abide by the established guidelines that keep niggas inside of fabrics. Commissioned by the state, I skate by the masters like you with a new new riding passenger. Shout out Oak Cliff, I'm about to fly to Dallas. Decade from now, I might just buy the Mavericks. What up, Mark Cuban? I am only part human, half man, half amazing. Plus, I'm good at math like a major. Hate to use stereotypes, but that's like a better what a nigga get from Caucasian. No race bait and treat the beat like PlayStation. Reporting to you live from the International Space Station. I probably vacation on Mars. The flow is hot.